Welcome to Oh So Smitten, the podcast for lovers planning their dream wedding, where your unofficial bride tribe and co-host Hayley and Meg. Here to talk wedding trends, inform you on the latest topics, and well, we're here to help walk you down the aisle to make your love official. Today we are chatting with the lovely Nikki, someone who has worked in the industry and recently said, I do. It's her background that enabled her to stay calm in the face of restrictions during COVID. Then after two postponements, she finally said yes to her forever love. The last few years have been tough for all the lovers and this episode sheds light on the fact that there is still joy if you are waiting to walk down the aisle. To stay positive, to keep looking forward to your special day and to know that when the time comes, everything will fall into place. Before we get into today's episode, we just want to remind you of where you can connect with us and become a part of our community. You can find us on Instagram at ohsosmitten underscore. This is where you can get to know us, our latest offerings and on the day updates. Join us through our private group on Facebook at Lovebook by Smitten. Here we will be sharing exclusive offerings for the lovers where you will be supported by not only us, but also from the wider community of couples on the same journey. We have some really exciting plans for this group. So wherever you are on your journey, this will be such an amazing community and resource for you. Oh, and we have something pretty special to share today. We have recently partnered with The Whole Bride. And for those who don't know about this incredible business, they create the iconic confetti you would see at weddings. Alongside this, they have such a beautiful range of essential items for you on your wedding day and even your hen's weekend. For our lovers, they have set up the exclusive code SMITTEN in capitals to receive 15% off your order through us. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's going to be very exciting. We can't wait to hear all about your journey as being a bride. It's been a long journey. Excited to get into it. So let's start off with, tell us a little about like your story and how you both met. So we met, Liam and I met uh, back in 2010. Good old Reef nightclub in Noosa. So good. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the dance floor. It was fabulous. Love um, first sight. <laughs> yes. We knew each other previously from school and then hadn't really connected until that night. Yeah. And the rest is history. So how long were you together before he popped the question? We were together for nine years. Um, and I had been hinting at it for a very long time. Yeah. The pressure was on, <laughs> yep. you know, by the end of uh, 2019, I was like, if you're not doing it this year, I'm proposing to you. Like I've had enough. Yeah. I've told you enough times, sent you enough rings. It's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. I can't hint <laughs> so any So good. I love that you just own that though. And you're like, this is how it's going to go. Either I propose to you or you propose to me. That was it. It was either <laughs> propose to me or we have a baby. Like we're yeah. getting to that point. It's almost 10 years. Come yep. on, we need to do something. <laughs> oh, how good. And how did he do it? Uh, so we went away with some friends up north. We're campers and fishers. So we went up past Rockhampton, mm-hmm. um, took our boat out to Stanage Islands. Or we went up to Stanage and took the boat out to the islands. Um, we were camping in our swags, had been out on the boats catching fish. Liam was after this really big fish, a GT. Yeah. Um, was, not, <laughs> was not having a good time, did not catch one. So he was pretty cranky. Yeah. We went back to the island. It was New Year's Eve um, and we're all on the beach. And I thought, you know what, that's it. He's not proposing. Yeah. That mm. means I'm doing it the next year. Like, yeah, it's yeah. happening. Anyway, I went to sleep, woke up the next morning, the 1st of 2020. 
Um, and we went out fishing. Again, Liam didn't have a great day, so mm-hmm. we were a bit cranky at each other. His mates were there. They were having the best day ever. Yep. Got back to the island that afternoon. Sunset was coming. We are all sitting around. Liam was up fiddling with his bag in the bushes. Mm. And I was like, what's he doing? It's mm. a bit strange. Like, whatever. He's mm. just doing something up there. We're all around the fire. He came over and he said, oh, let's go and get a photo down by the water. And I'm thinking, that's really weird. Liam doesn't ask for photos. I'm yep. always the one that says, let's take a photo. Anyway, he asked his mate, Matt, to come and take a photo. We walked down to the water and Liam said to Matt, oh, just put it on video and I'll just take snapshots. Again, I thought that's super weird. Who, what yeah, kind like of man what, asks yeah. for that? <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Great idea though. Very good idea. <laughs> he was onto it. Um, and then he put his arm around me and I felt him shaking and I was like, I think it's happening. It's oh going to happen. Goodness. And then it happened. Oh. He got down and... We were both wearing atrocious party shirts like you do when you're away camping and he asked me then and there and it was a classic video. Matt, his best mate, had no idea it was happening. He swore in the video because he was like, are you for real? Like, is this actually happening? And I'm like, Matt, are you still videoing? What's going on? And that was that. Oh my gosh, we have to see the video. I cannot wait to see that. It is a good video. It is a good video. Oh my gosh. So no one knew that you were with? No one knew. I said to him, why didn't you tell Matt? Why didn't you tell our other friends? He was like, I just didn't know what to say. I'm so nervous. I'm like, well, oh my goodness. Yeah. Because you, go. <laughs> you kind of expect him to prep Matt yeah, and be like, least... hey, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, this is happening. So if you can sneak a little video yeah. in, but he's just like, hey, video it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a ball of nerves. He just, oh my God. Yeah. And I guess we kind of forget that for whoever is proposing, it can be quite like overwhelming Very. because mm-hmm. they have so much time to think about it. Like, yeah. when am I going to do it? Exactly. How's it going to work? Yeah. Whereas for the person who's getting proposed to, mm-hmm. it's very much like, oh, this is the moment I, yes, you think about it, but yeah. you don't mm-hmm. think about it in a way of like, is it going to go wrong? Like, exactly. are they going to say yes? No, yeah. You know, all of those And details. I mean, deep down, like you would think that the person asking knows, oh, they're not going to say no. Yeah. But I guess it's still this oh big moment it's that everyone pressure. talks about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The expectation is there and the pressure is there and you're like, oh, I want to make it perfect. I want to make it this for them because you love them. But then at the end of the day, you just want to be proposed to. I know. <laughs> and so was there any point, you know, in those couple of days, like over New Year's, that you were then like, well, how am I going to do it? Well, I kind of, for me, it was like, okay, 2020, yeah. our anniversary, it falls on a Saturday, yeah. as I've heard you speak about before. Yeah. If you want that day, like it doesn't matter yeah. what day of the week, but it yeah. fell on a Saturday, the 3rd of October, 2020. And I was yeah. like, that's perfect. that's perfect. It's our 10-year anniversary. Yeah. It's a Saturday, perfect day for a wedding. Yeah. And so I was just like, if he doesn't do it, I'm just going to ask him. Every time I told him I was going to ask him, he kept replying saying, well, I'll just say no. So who knows what would have happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's like, no, this is my role. I will yeah, say no. Yeah. See, isn't it so funny? Whereas I'm very much the type of person that I genuinely would have asked Brad, like, yeah. you know, to marry me. That doesn't bother me. No. You know, mm. I would have absolutely asked. Whereas some, whether it's males, whether it's partners, are just don't want a bar of it, do yeah, they? Not mm. at all. I was the same. I was like, do you know what? Like we've been through all this in nine years. Mm-hmm. It, I'm just going to do it because yeah. I don't care. Like I didn't bother me, but I was like, if you're not going to do it, yeah. like, come on. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's a long time to be together. It and is. particularly if it's something that you want and it's something on your radar and it's a milestone that you want to reach, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's on the forefront of your mind. You're thinking about it all, all the time. <laughs> Always. Every oh. trip away. We've been overseas so many times. Watched all our friends get engaged. Yeah. So it was a constant like. I think that's hard happen? is when you have like the, those social groups where everyone else is mm-hmm. getting engaged, getting married, having
having babies, mm-hmm. like all those things. And you're just kind of there and the clock's just like ticking and you're like, hello. <laughs> you're like, every time you go away somewhere, you're like, hello. <laughs> Searching through the like bag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, always. I and been... I was surprised that he had the ring hidden because normally like I'm packing his things because he's always working. Mm. So I'll pack everything. So I was very surprised that I didn't find the ring. Yeah. And I mean, he'd brought it out on the boat. Oh my gosh, that's island. risky. Like, yeah, pretty so risky. So what if he had a caught this particular fish yes. what's a gt yes i really want to know what type of fish yeah this does it is. does it's a big he, fish was he going to put the ring in the mouth like what was his whole decision <laughs> it's around just, the you fish? go up there for these kind of fish oh, okay. i'll show you a photo after because we have a photo of me with my ring and he's caught a fish the next day after he proposed so maybe it was happening <laughs> it was luck <laughs> it needed to happen oh my goodness Haley has popped a big <laughs> gt up on the screen it's huge yeah right it's not the prettiest looking fish no, though no you don't eat them you just it's a sport fish. You just so what, it's oh, a okay. giant trevally. Giant That's trevally. what it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I've heard that term, trevally, before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pro fisherman well, over there here. there you go. So you think that if he had a, had luck and caught a GT that day, it would have been on the boat? Potentially, yes. Or was it around the attitudes? Like if you, you know. I think it was more the attitudes. I think because right. then he was cranky. And I was cranky because he was cranky. And yeah. it was just this vibe that was like, oh, nothing's going to happen now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think I'd given up being like, do you know what? It's the 31st of December. Yeah. It's hit that end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not happening. Like, oh my God. Yeah. What a horrendous New Year's. Like, you would have just been like, <laughs> so bitter and twisted. That's what you would remember from your 2020 yeah, start. Right? Like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. And I guess, like, not a great start to the year that was regardless yes. because yes. it then kind of just turned into an absolute schmozzle completely that is like the, the one year. word yeah. Yeah. schmozzle <laughs> that is the word for 2020 like I think I've just kind of blanked that whole year out oh, in general just a wild year so after you had the proposal everything were you straight away kind of thinking okay what do I do like do I get straight into planning straight away I mean Previously, I was working, I was working in the wedding industry. So for me, it was like, I already knew exactly what we wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, So by the end of January, I'd planned the whole wedding. Invitations were done. Everything was done for that October. We didn't want to have a long engagement. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you waited long enough. We waited long (laughs) enough, exactly. There was no long engagement. But like, you would have just been in your element, like working in the wedding industry. And then it's like, isn't it funny? We just ask, like, we wait for that one question to be asked. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, isn't that funny? I've already planned it. Exactly. (laughs) Completely done. I think we were driving back from Rocky um, the couple of days later and I was just in the back of the car on the phone constantly, like emailing off to our suppliers I knew which vendors I wanted who I loved working with so it was just constantly like okay it's a Saturday are you available yeah Yeah, I love that and so what was your past job in the wedding industry I was a wedding coordinator at Surfair yep um, on the coast here so I was there for a few years um, and previously to that I had been a wedding stylist as well I'd worked with a few different companies on the coast oh incredible that would set you up perfectly for planning your own wedding I feel like you'd have all of your like ducks in a row and you're like okay we're good to go yeah I knew exactly Exactly who I wanted for photos, celebrant, everything was just sorted straight away. Yeah. yeah. And so did you love that role of being in the wedding industry, like being able to plan other people's weddings, even though you're in that like phase of your life where you were just thinking, you know, I really want this to be me. How did you go with that? Completely loved it. I love working with couples and mm-hmm. planning their special days. So for me, it was just amazing. And then I could also relate to them as I was going through that first half of the year going, oh yeah, I've also started yeah. doing this yeah. or um, they were looking for help in an area so I could help them again from a bride perspective, I yeah. guess, as opposed to a wedding coordinator. Yeah. Which was really nice. Yeah, that'd be so nice. And I feel like 
you would just have that complete understanding of these are the steps I need to take. Whereas I feel like a lot of brides come into that, okay, we've just said yes, like I will marry you, but then what do we do next? Like who do we contact? Like what are the steps? Whereas you're just like, okay, we've got this. That's it. Yeah, I feel like so many couples get so overwhelmed on where to start. Um, But yeah, I think I knew... Yeah, exactly. The steps that I needed to take and get everyone booked in. Yeah, exactly. It's invaluable having that past experience just setting you up for the moment when you're like, okay, I can plan now. We're good to go. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so we've spoken about, you know, the planning process that you've gone through and the fact that, you know, you've been working in the wedding industry. So it was January, you've almost planned like most of your wedding and then being the year of 2020, then what happened? So it got to about March of that year um, and obviously working in the industry, I could see things going downhill um, with all of the government warnings and things like that. Um, And I think brides who are not in the industry were quite hopeful that this was just Mm. going to, it'll just be here for a couple of months and it will be gone. Whereas I think from me working in it, I was just like, there's no point in trying to hold on to this hope. We had so many people coming from overseas Half of our bridal party came from overseas. So we were like, do you know what? Let's just postpone it and we'll see how everything plays Mm -hmm. out for the year and rebook for next year. And all of our vendors were amazing. I mean, as all vendors had that many postponements that year. Um, So we were like, do you know what? We're going to postpone. So we cancelled everything. All of our vendors were great in postponing and holding our deposits until the following year, Mm -hmm. waiting for us to pick a new date. Yep. Um, We then ended up falling pregnant in June. We thought, you know what, wedding's not happening this year. Let's try for a baby. So we fell pregnant with our daughter, which was amazing. Um, Then came towards October. So when the wedding would have happened in 2020 and we thought, okay, that's it. Let's start booking again for next year. Picked Mm -hmm. a new date for the October of 2021. Um, everything was looking good then COVID sort of seemed to be on the other side. Um, then January of 2021, I got an email from our venue who was over on Newson North Shore yep. saying they had sold the venue and were no longer accepting weddings. <gasps> the new owner was not Oh my weddings. goodness. So that was a massive bummer. Duh. I was just like a week from going on maternity leave. I was just like, oh, oh my gosh. And I've heard now. of this before, but did you get that email and just... Like your world just stopped for a moment. It just completely stopped. It gives me goosebumps still now. Like Mm. it completely stopped. And I was just like, what are we going to do? We had the perfect venue. Mm -hmm. A lot of our suppliers, it was more DIY. So we had food trucks coming in. We had a bar coming in. It wasn't something that we just wanted to then go to a restaurant or a Mm -hmm. function center and go, you provide everything for us. Like, yeah, like you planned it a certain way. We did. every vendor that you chose, you know, was going to create the wedding of your dreams. Exactly. And it was a venue where all of our friends and family could stay. They could camp on the area. It was just perfect. Um, That's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Because that's one of the first things you really look at locking in. Definitely. And then everything else is planned around that. I mean, are you going for a rustic feel? Are you going for a luxe feel? And then every single element kind of like comes after that. Completely changed. Completely changed. So... I guess from there, we kind of were like, okay, well, the wedding's only nine months away. So what do we do now? We started looking at new venues, different places. On the coast, there isn't too many beach 
side yeah. that you mm, can do that. No. So we were really lucky with the first venue. We started looking into the hinterland and we were just tossing up a few different yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, our daughter arrived. So we were kind of a bit like, what do we do? Yeah. Family was still yeah. stuck overseas. Yeah. Liam's dad was actually stuck in Vietnam. So he, um, Liam only has his dad and his brother in yeah. his family. Mm-hmm. Both of them, his brother lives in Turkey. Dad was stuck in Vietnam. We were like, we really can't go on with this wedding without your two main family no. members yeah. here. So do you know what? We've got no venue. Family are stuck. Let's just stop everything and yeah. again, wait. Again, all of our vendors were amazing mm. at understanding our situation. Um, and so we were like, let's leave it yeah. as is for now. Mm. Bridal party, they're all stuck overseas as well. Yeah. So we kind of pushed it all back again and we just didn't really give it another thought until um Liam's dad came back in February 2022 so just last year Mm -hmm. he finally got back from Vietnam things borders had opened up international wise again and again we were back to square one of looking for a venue that could take all of our suppliers Mm. um very very lucky enough that uh my cousin lives out at Karoibra on a little bit of land out there and she was like do you know what just come to us you've got a big marquee that you've arranged Mm -hmm. just come to us have the wedding with us so that it can just be done because oh. we really know that you want to get married. Yeah. And oh, that's we so were so beautiful. thankful to them. So again, we got back into wedding planning. We were like, okay, let's do it for November, mm-hmm. October. It, obviously having those key vendors is one of the first things with postponements yeah. on trying yeah. to fit them in. So this time around, we had to be super flexible with the date and just go with whatever our vendors had. October was crazy. It's crazy wedding season. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, couldn't get anyone. We weren't fussed on what day of the week it was. So we picked a Thursday in November um, and that was it. So we were all all in for trying to plan again. Third time lucky, Third time lucky. Oh, gosh. I feel like that's such a roller coaster of emotions. You having to cancel, postpone, and just all of the communication that comes along with that and making sure that people are available when That's you it. need them. Exactly. I'd had my dress from July. I picked it up July 2020. 2020. Oh, my um, God. So oh my it's been sitting in the cupboard <laughs> since then and I was like, do I still like it? Is it yeah. going to be moldy after all this rain we've had? How interesting. So do you feel, because we talk about the fact that, like, when you do start deciding what you want your wedding to look like to when you actually get married, your style and your preferences and what you actually want to do for that day or wear for that day changes so that dress that you chose in 2020 did you still love it by 2022 I did I mean I had to stop unfollowing dress stores on Instagram because I just kept seeing new styles popping up styles are constantly changing in the wedding industry so I Mm. had to unfollow obviously I became a mum in that time so again your style changes again but do you know what I opened it um when one of my bridesmaids came over and we tried it on again and I was like no like it's yeah, still, it was the, the dress. first dress that I tried on and back for the first planned date I had to be quick with my dress choice because we didn't have a long yeah. lead time yeah mm. um and I tried it back on and I was like no do you know what this is it this is and you. I really wasn't I'm not a very fussed bride like I honestly was just like no stress what, yeah what it is it is like, and I think after that many postponements you probably would have thing. got to your date and been like I don't really care what I wear exactly. I don't care who can you know what yeah. happens on this day it's it is gonna like happen. at the end of the we're day getting you're getting married that's yeah. it exactly so what happened when your initial date came around in that October of 2020 
what was happening in the COVID world, the wedding world and all of those restrictions? There were still limitations. Things had started to open back up. Um, Interstate, I think, was still a little bit funny. My sister's in uh, Sydney. So I think for her getting up, it was one of those things that they could book flights or they could drive, but potentially the borders could immediately be shut down again. Mm. Um, Again, we still didn't have anyone from overseas able to come. So for us, it was kind of like we have to, we can't go ahead with this. Um, I was then heavily pregnant as well. So Liam and I made a really nice day out of it. We went away for the night and we just spent time together and we were like, okay, well, this was meant to be our wedding. Yeah. This is our 10 year anniversary. Like, let's just enjoy what it is now. Yeah. Um, we got some beautiful treats made from our wedding cake maker as well. I spoke to her and said, can you make us up something just to celebrate this yeah. day? Um, which was amazing. And it just went and it was gone and yeah. then we continued on. Well, I think that's the thing. You still made sure that you made it special and you heard of a lot of couples doing that kind of make it into a little date night or go away together if you were permitted, but try to make it still that special, I don't know, connection that you can have with each other because that was the day that you wanted to get married yeah, exactly. and there's a lot of disappointment that was associated Massive. with it, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. There was heaps. Yeah, surrounding it. But yeah, it all turned around in the end. Mm, And when you, like everything did finally start coming together, did it feel like it was very naturally falling into place and it was meant to be? Yeah, I think everything, being that everything was planned and arranged, everything then just kind of fell into place. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, we still had half of our bridal party three from overseas that couldn't make it due to cost in flights and things like that. So Liam was down to groomsmen. I was down a bridesmaid. Um... We then in turn asked other close friends, yeah. which was really beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was still, there were still those small factors mm. that were not there. Yeah, exactly. And I'm assuming that those small factors, they would add up so much over time with all of the postponements and that would have been the trickiest and hardest part for you. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, it was just all of those small things that kind of fell into line Um, but then we look back and we're like, do you know what? It was still the most amazing day. Yeah, exactly. Can you give insight to any brides who are still planning their wedding due to, or waiting upon their wedding day due to these restrictions through COVID? Is there any insight you can give them to keep, you know, like their days going to come around, but anything that you can share? Yeah, I think just keep looking forward to it. You know that it will come around eventually and you Mm. will have everyone there to celebrate. I mean, we've got friends um, that ended up just having to do Zoom with their friends and family from interstate or overseas and they still look back and they're like, do you know what, it was still amazing. Yeah. And then in turn, in years to come, when everyone can come and celebrate, you can still do something with Mm. everyone. It's not a wedding as such, but you can still have a big celebration. Yeah, that's it. Were there any little things that you made sure that you were doing along the way or through your journey to keep you excited and to keep you kind of like that joy feeling going? I think for me, it honestly, like having a one-year-old, that wedding was like the last thing I was thinking about. And I was just like... I was actually thinking that like earlier, it was probably like such a blessing for that to be brought to you during that time where you otherwise you would have just been like devastated because you had this time to be, you know, thinking about the wedding that was going to be, whereas you you would have been so consumed in, you know, bringing up your daughter. Exactly. Yeah. I think that was a massive part that helped in getting through that. Mm. And I mean, even a couple of months out from the wedding, people would be like, oh, it's so soon. And I'm like, Yeah, you know, like it hadn't really hit me until probably a month before. And even that week before was when I really started being like, okay, people are arriving. Like it's really happening now. 
Yeah. Was... And like so lucky that COVID was really out of sight, out of mind. Definitely. So therefore you never really had anything lingering over you thinking because, you know, couples who were getting married closer to that date around 2020, 2021 even, you know, still would have had this thought, am I going to get to the day and not be able to get married? Like, is it going to be cancelled? Are these new restrictions going to be brought in? Whereas at least, you know, hopefully you were out of that phase and you could have just, you know, completely enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, Yeah. there was definitely no stress in having to think it might get cancelled or we can't Mm -hmm. do this or we can't do that. Um, I mean, we definitely thought about eloping as such during those couple of years and just doing a party later on. Yeah. And then we kind of reflected and we were like, no, we'd love to have everyone there to celebrate the actual ceremony with us. I don't know. For us, it was just something that we weren't going to do that kind of thing. There is something, you know, and unfortunately people had to make that choice whether, you know, getting married was really important to them at the time and celebrating later. But there is something really special about celebrating with those you know, your closest family and friends at the ceremony. You really can't get that Mm -hmm. feeling back of, you know, really making your love official in the ceremony. And that's the thing. And that's one thing that Liam said to me as well. He was like, I just don't think like the emotions when we first see each other for the first time walking down the aisle and like saying our vows, it's just not something that anyone else would see if they weren't there and weren't yeah. a part of it. So that was really nice. Yeah. Well, it's sharing that day with the people that you love exactly. and it's all part of it. And I think it's about working out between you. That's a non-negotiable. That's something that's so important. Exactly. And as we've spoken about before, Haley and I, you can only get so much over Zoom. You can only get like so much of the day over those kind of like virtual interactions. Exactly. So having that emotion, having those people there, it's like... You can't imagine it any other way. No, and it's so special to have everyone there to witness it. Yeah. Yeah, It's really nice. Now, we always ask our brides if there's any piece of advice that you can share with other brides who are planning their wedding um, about anything that they would do differently. Do you have any insight on that? Oh, I would say not to stress. I mean, that's easy coming from me because I'm not a stresser. Even when I was working in the industry, brides would – everything could have been going wrong and they'd look at me and be like, they would never know that something's gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you just need to see the end picture, mm-hmm. whether or not it is something that you want to elope or yeah. if you want to wait until everyone is there with you. I think it's just continuing to look at that end picture and what you envision for your day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Just remembering beautiful. that at the end of the day, you know, on your day, you will be married. And I think that sometimes I'm even trying to share that with the couples that I'm marrying. I'm like, yes, these things can go wrong. And like, yes, you have to change or you know, get married on a Monday, which you never envisioned because of date availability. But remembering that, yeah, you are going to be officially married at the end of the day, you know. You met your person and you married your person, which is just so exciting. It is so exciting. So after all of these little bumps and obviously like the journey that you went on, can you give us a little glimpse of how your day unfolded and was it everything that you dreamt it would be? It was amazing. It was so much fun getting ready with the girls in the morning, even getting ready with the girls. It's I always just felt the best part, isn't it? was it? so much fun <laughs> and I just felt like it was honestly like it didn't feel like we were getting ready for my wedding. Yeah. It was just like we were just having a good time. Yeah. We were relaxing. We had music going. It didn't feel – I didn't get nervous until the very end and then I was like, okay, it's actually yeah. happening. It's happening. Yeah. Probably can't say the same for Liam. I think yeah. he was very nervous all morning. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just so much fun getting ready mm. onto the actual day. Yeah. Oh, I think that's so lovely how it's just all come together exactly how you envisaged it and how you thought it would be together as a couple because I think that's so important. you having those conversations and just being so honest and saying, what do you think our day should look like? 
With your background in the industry, what is one piece of advice that you can give a bride or groom planning their journey right now? I think definitely to arrange a timeline of booking your vendors, how the day is going to run. I think those important people, if you do know the celebrant that you definitely want, I think you need to be flexible, obviously, in terms of those, their days that they're available Mm -hmm. um, and lock them in straight away. The venue, celebrant, photographer, those big wedding vendors, Mm -hmm. just lock them in straight away. What I try and explain to people in like the lighthearted way is that like without a celebrant, you will not be officially married. So book (laughs) us in, book me in. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's it. And just making sure you're getting those crucial ones that you're in love with as well, which comes up again and again. We're constantly talking about it. We spoke about this in one of our other episodes was your non-negotiables. So when you have your non-negotiables and as you said, being in the wedding industry, you knew a lot of vendors that you really wanted a part of your day and you know having that chat with your partner and just going who are our people that we want there and mm-hmm. let's just lock them in straight away yeah I think Liam and I didn't even have that conversation it was just like I know who we're having and <laughs> I'm booking them in and you can just follow through with it was he fine with that was he, he like was so fine hand? he was so fine I think he knew that me being in the industry we had these contacts and it was like, okay, Nikki's sorting this out. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. he had a lot of say. He actually really enjoyed planning the wedding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for those certain things, he was like, okay, I'm just going to leave her to it yeah. and let her be free with it. This is your yes, domain. Exactly. exactly. Um, before we leave today and wrap everything up, what is on the horizon for you? What is next? I think um, getting back into the wedding industry would be really fun. So um, I am starting a new role in a couple of weeks where I will be looking after the conferences and weddings. Yes. um, At a new venue that's opening very soon on the coast. Amazing. So exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. So yeah, very excited for that and to get back in touch with all my brides and couples and yeah. Start really planning fun. again. Great exactly. industry to be in. It is very good. It's so much fun. And it's so like, much well, joy. essentially it's like, yeah, you're, you're in a time of people's lives where they are their happiest. That's yeah. right. And so being able to be a part of that is just the best. And it we, is. Yeah. Love being a part of people's journey and being able to give them insight, advice on all the things and yeah, just support them as they plan their day. Yeah, definitely. And I think you being there to help them throughout their day, I think is a massive bonus. I think Mm -hmm. so many couples really enjoy that and they look back afterwards and go, wow, that really helped take the stress off me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's crucial, taking the stress off you. And that's why like being a coordinator, being a planner and a previously a stylist, all of those roles, you're essentially taking that stress out of their lives. It should be happy. They should be focused on just getting married. That's it. And I mean, I think it's like the best day of your life. So you want to enjoy it. You want to have fun. You don't want to be freaking out all the time and wondering what could go wrong. Give that stress to someone else. Yes. Yeah. As a, you know, within your role in the industry prior being a coordinator planner, did you have one on your day? No, I did not. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, hang on a minute. No, yeah. I think, um, yeah, for me, I didn't need it. I was a very, yeah. very, very low stress bride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever went on, went yeah. on. There was nothing that was. And I think you probably had that, you know, knowledge and understanding of when planning a wedding, the questions that are being asked, the information that you need to give vendors, all of that would have been covered. Exactly. And yeah. So, and then I think your vibe and energy on the day, your vendors can resonate with that and go, oh yeah, no, we're, we're chill. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it was, if something was to go wrong, it just would have been like, oh, well, like, yeah, what can you do about it? Honestly, yeah. like you are still getting married at the end of the day. 
what else can you do? If it's yeah. going to rain, it looked like it was going to rain. It didn't for us. But I was just like, yeah. you know what? It doesn't even matter. Mm. And We're I think if now. you have that mindset going into your wedding, it almost like halves and alleviates that stress entirely. Whereas Definitely. if you have different ideas on how your wedding will be or go to plan um yeah that's when things can change yeah Yeah, just going in with an open mind and being like we've done all the planning we've prepared for everything so what will be will be I mean I know we think about this day from you know when we're little and we dream of it as you know women I think trying to understand that viewpoint as like from the vendor side of things. Um, but then also trying to, you know, provide that knowledge to brides to just be like, it's all going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming thank in you. today, We've Nikki. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Oh, thank you for gifting all of your advice and your past knowledge and what you're doing and what you've done in the industry. I think it's going to be so valuable to our brides and couples. Thank you. Anytime. Now, lovers, that is all we have time for today. As always, we are here for you as you plan your dream day. Be sure to check out our official Smitten Love Book, a place to support one another through this important milestone in your life. Within our community, choose kindness. And as always, we acknowledge the land in which we are recording this podcast. We look forward to our chat next week, lovers. Bye.